We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. This is the MMA show that we do. Me and Boss, today we have a special guest. Our buddy Eric is here, going to sit in with us to talk about the UFC fight night in Prague. Prague. Uh, yeah, I, need to, I would visit Prague. I heard Prague is pretty fucking sick. I don't even know where the fuck that is, to be honest. Czech Republic. Czech Republic. All right. <laughs> no, they, have, they have mad beer. Like Prague. No, I mean, yeah. Wasn't the the old bar? We oh, know, yeah. Old, <laughs> old Prague. No, isn't, isn't like a Pilsner like originated in Prague? Or yeah. I, I, no, no, you're I not. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I hate I think, Look at these beer bars. Pilsner yeah. Urkel. I you remember Old Prague? Oh, that's what it is. It's the Pilsner Urkel. Yeah, Urkel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, do you know the old Prague? Like the that, bar that we used to? That's next to... that. Uh, is that where the beer pong tournaments were? Yeah, 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 yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. You used to have a, a beer pong tournament. No, mm-hmm. they shut it down. That's the only Prague I've been to, but I would love to go to Prague. It was like a fifty dollars bar tab. Yeah. So it was like pretty solid. Yeah. You go back there and you're like, yo, you drink for free. It was free entry for the pong tournament too. It was also, like, yeah, you don't pay for your beers. Like you for pay for, for a pitcher, and then the loser buys. So if you keep right. winning, oh yeah, 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 it's free. Right. I mean, I think me and Boss were both team. We probably lost every game. So <laughs> <laughs> we definitely did a lot of losing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, anyway, before we get into this card, uh, let's talk about some stuff. First, I want to talk about uh, one of the best um, bets I've ever made in my entire life. Uh, on the last card, Barbarina was fighting Luque. Vicente Luque, Luque. And it was plus money for it to go the distance. So I was like, yo, fuck it. Put $100 on this. And mind you, I put like a bunch of stuff in that night. Didn't None of them were $100. That was the only one that was 100 bucks. I was like, fuck it. And as soon as the fight starts, they're both landing bobs. And you're like, yo, someone's getting knocked out here. <laughs> Immediately, everyone in the group chat's like, yo, you fucked up making this bet. But somehow, they were still up. Barbarina starts making that comeback. And, like, he was tagging the shit out of him. But, like, I, did you think he was winning that fight? I, I thought he was winning. It was funny because, Mark, remember Marco was telling us in AC that, like, his, his like, guy that he looks at or whatever was saying that Luke by decision was the bet to make. So, like, then yeah, we was. were trying to bet Luke by decision. But it wasn't popping up in the book, so like I just had Luke in the parlay. But um, the barber, the you were saying the bet with Barbarina, like I was getting mad, like tight because I had it in my parlay, and I thought you had Barbarina just to win. I didn't know you had him. No, I had the distance. So I, and then then you were like, oh, you could still win your bet if it goes to the decision, or, or yeah. if it goes to the decision. But yeah, I thought I was mad. I was like, how are we both gonna win? So I was mad, confused. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but, no, but that that was crazy. Like, yeah, the first round. They were trading blows, blows. I think it was a, the, I don't know if it was the second round or the end of the second round where you hit him with a knee. Luke hit Barbarina and he caved and like went against the fence. I was like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, I thought and, it was over. Yeah, and then the third round, like that's what ultimately did him in was the body blow. So he was definitely hurt. I feel like to the body because once he touched him up with one more knee to the body, it was a wrap. He lost his mouthpiece. Oh my god, he got clocked. and with six seconds left, six Joey seconds lost left? his bet. Yeah. At the same time, Eric cashed his parlay because he would have lost. 
Because uh, they had that, yeah. So they, he would have lost. I think he would have lost. Did they did they come out with the scorecards? They did. They said he was down on the scorecards, and Barbarina would have won two one. Yeah, like that's how the judges. He had took it. over most of the second, and in the third, he like well, clearly won. I thought. Well, output. I think he won output the third by output. Because but unless if he would have gotten knocked down like that and been hurt, and the bell would have rang, you don't think that they would have given the uh, third to to, to Luke? Or was it two? Know. Was it that he went? He didn't. He won the second. He won the second, and Luke had won the first. Yeah. Is that what, what they had? Yeah. yeah. So I, mean, I think they would. I think he. Well, actually. Yo, keep down. in mind too, Barbarina's hometown. Yeah. Word. Like he's from the Phoenix area, or if he would have made it out of that, they might have still gave it to Barbarina. Yeah, I think it depends. Like if he was like if he was laying like he was after the two and like taking like shots, and the ref just didn't come in, I think they probably would have given it to Luke just because it, the the end was there. It just yeah. got saved by the bell. Um, if he would have went down like. Found a way to like get out of it. Let's say there was ten seconds left, and he was like, got into a guard or something. I think they probably would have given it to Barbarina. Yeah, but I bet the distance lost with the last yes. six seconds. <laughs> just, just, just so you guys know. That's gut wrenching. Yeah, um, definitely a fight of the year candidate though. Early in February. Yeah, it was it was dope. Um, also, uh, the fucking Francis Nagano fight ends up knocking Kane out. Yo, everyone's saying that he like slipped and hurt his knee, and like I, I understand he hurt his knee, but he got caught. Right, so like, I he would have got that, knocked out anyway. I said that at first in the chat, and Eric was like, "No, no, no." I was like, "All right, like that's what I think it happened." Like if he, because it was kind of weird because he definitely looked limp, but when he went down, he like instantly Screamed. was just like, "Yo, my knee," and like yeah. covered up to the ref. So I was like, "Yo, damn!" Like I think that's why he lost. Like because I don't think he got tagged enough to where the fight was going to end there. But then I rewatched it the next day, where everyone on Twitter was like. Nah, it was that short uppercut that put him down. I was like, I'm kind of sold. I, th- I think it was the short uppercut that, that did end the fight. Because ultimately, I think he would have finished it ground to pound regardless. Yeah, so. in that moment. Like, right. I-, I think he went to go put his knee on the gr- or his foot on the ground and just slipped out. And, like, maybe he fucked up his, like, ACL or MCL or whatever. One of the L's. The L's. I don't know. But it looks like L. he got caught. And I think he would have finished him anyway. But. Yeah, not for nothing. Francis is underhook right before when he was shooting for the takedown francis like grabbed the underhooks to like throw him off originally and then that's when he shot back down and, and got the uppercut that was pretty impressive because francis was clearly trying to keep the fight like at a distance he didn't want to be in the same situation that he was against stipe where he ended up on the ground and being controlled but th- he he got that underhook and threw him off which i think threw kane off balance and then when kane came forward is when he threw the uppercut and the, the reason why you could tell that he went limp is because his right foot did the same thing both yeah. both legs gave out the right foot gave out first and he like you said he tried to step and the knee like turned and he went down and on the way down he grabbed his knee but you see that all the time with guys i forgot who the contender series fight was it was Kyle Stewart versus i forgot his name he got clipped hard the, the dude got Kyle Stewart clipped the dude behind the ear and he he went down and his ankle like snapped and then the next round, he got back up and like he couldn't fight anymore because he kept falling on that ankle. So when guys go down like that, their knee or their ankle right. just gives out. And I think there there was the the video of the the the, the open workouts with Kane. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. he slipped on the sweat of the mats and his knee. That's what he said. He, his knee does look like like it buckled a little bit. But I mean, I, there was nothing in that fight up to that moment that gave me any sign that that Kane was not hundred percent. Right, yeah. there was nothing like yeah. you couldn't tell that his knee was hurt before that if it right. was. But right. it was a brief fight, so who knows? That, that, that's it was also only true. what forty seconds. Like yeah, like it was Instagram seven. clip length, so yeah. you know it wasn't long. But the thing is, if your knee if your knee is hurt like that, do you really think you're gonna like go and try to wrestle such an athletic dude right away and like put because he he was going into like he went for the takedown, got Francis got the underhook, threw him off, and then went right back to try to take him down yeah. again. That's like a that's like a a rough strategy on your legs, on your knees. He also so. threw a head kick. Yeah, he did throw a head <laughs> kick. He did throw a head kick. <laughs> so I was like, Yo, I, I also, that's a lot of pressure on one knee when yeah. you're like throwing a head kick. Yeah, I think regardless if you're hurt or not, like that's the only way that you're going to beat him because I don't know anyone that's going to like trade with Nagano and like, nah. you know what I mean? Like, you, you just seen can't. It. You just can't. Yeah. So like you have to go for it no matter what. So, but anyway, with this win over uh, Velasquez, do you think he deserves a title shot? Nagano? I'm going to go no. Not yet. I think he's Not one yet. away, though. So I, I'm looking at, like, the upcoming fights, and obviously you see JDS, Junior Dos Santos, and Derek Lewis fighting in right. two weeks. Uh, the week after 235. So two weeks. And I think Francis should fight winner of that fight, and then that be, like, the number one contender fight. And then whatever Stipe is doing, like, Stipe is just hurting himself. with. I mean, Nagano is just burying Stipe in a sense because Nagano lost the title fight and kept fighting, mm-hmm. right? He, he lost to Lewis. And now he's won two in a row. So he's back on track in a sense. Yeah. Whereas Stipe, we haven't heard from him since July. So I feel like Stipe is just 
kind of falling down the ladder, not doing himself any good. Whereas Nganu's climbing, and I think everyone would want to see the uh, Derek Lewis Nganu too, because the first time we saw it, it was no mm-hmm. good. And then if not, he hasn't fought JDS yet, and that's the only guy top the heavyweight rankings who he hasn't fought. So I'd want to see him fight winner of that fight, and then um, winner of Nganu, either Lewis or JDS get the title shot. Yeah, and then in the meantime, if DC could fight Lesnar, if that's finally fucking possible, that'd be nice. Yeah, I think I think you hit it on the head. The, the only, I mean, does he deserve it? No. Stipe probably realistically deserves it. But but Stipe, he's, like you said, he's just being kind of annoying now. He's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to fight unless it's for the title, which I, I get you, you do you. But, but now you have Francis who just made this big splash, right? He, Francis has come in and, and like made people say, all right, maybe he deserves the title shot. Like you got starched in the first round. Uh, and then Francis, on the other hand, lost like a five round decision against, against Stipe. But, you haven't fought, and Francis has. I think the best fight would be the winner of JDS Lewis. I think maybe the UFC would be hesitant to book Lewis Ngano again, just because what happened the first time. If that does happen again, yeah, I don't think so. I think like I think Ngano just like found yeah. himself. No, again. that that's true. Yeah, this is also true. Um, if JDS wins, I think yeah, that that has to be the fight to make as a as a title eliminator. And the the problem with that though then is that let's say. Uh, DC fights Lesnar, who's going to retire. What are you just going to do? Let Stipe sit out and let the winner of that get Stipe? Because you know DC's only taking one more fight. He's not going to take two. Nah, he said he's fighting. He called off the like retirement by 40 plan. I thought I thought he did that because Brock wasn't going to be ready by the time by 40. he was 40. He claims it's not because of Brock. Yeah. He claims it's because he's been injured. He yeah, hasn't so, been able to fight. But, but still, I don't think he's going to fight. Tw- I, I think like his he's not he's going to not going to retire. One more. Yeah, he's still oh, going to do okay. one more fight. That that's at least my See, I I don't see it that way. I see it like he's still like wants. He's, maybe. I mean I see it either as he obviously wants a Lesnar fight like he said that for how long now? And I feel like he fight Jones again. I just like see like just me being the competitive person that I am if someone beat me twice, I'd want to get one on him. Yeah. And like if I know I'm coming down to the end of my career, that's someone I want to see before I call it quits again. Yeah, but do you want to end your career yeah. on a loss again? Yeah. And it's just like now you become like, yo, you were great, but you just couldn't beat me. I feel that, but I'd be, I think I'd be at peace in myself knowing I tried again. We talked about this on the last show where mm-hmm. I was like, it makes more sense to me to fight Brock because I think that that would bring possibly more money than even John Jones. Just because yeah. it brings more eyes to the UFC. And, uh, DC? DC, DC Brock, Brock. Right. Then DC Jones. Right. You know, so I think that's why. What I think possibly is that he was going to leave when... You know, if if Cain Velasquez would have beaten Nagano, mm-hmm. he he gets up there and now he can get a title shot there. And when he fights whoever, if he fights Stipe again or if he fought Brock Lesnar or something, and then if he wins, he just leaves the belt and then he leaves Kane in a position where he can get it. Right. Now, and they don't have to fight for it. Right. So I think that was his plan, but now your plan's all fucked because Kane got his ass whooped. <laughs> so yeah. what are you gonna do? But I think that with Stipe, like you guys are saying, like you should Stay a little active, like fights, Bro, fight just, like Overeem or some yeah, shit, like you know. I think he'd wash Overeem, although Overeem looked good last fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, fight somebody. You could even like, you know, who who's Justin Willis fighting? Uh, Blades, Blades. Blades, yeah, or one of them even. I mean, I wouldn't fight Blades. I, you know, I would rather fight Justin Willis, but I would fight Reem. That's Honestly, what I'm saying. I think I that think... was a good fight. He fought a little while ago. Yeah. He's kind of fresh. Fight over him. Yeah, fight over him. And you stay up there. He's fucking currently ranked six, so you stay right in the thing. And it's like, now you have an argument for, yo, I should get the title shot. Yeah, at least you have eyeballs on you and you're like, yo, I'm coming off a win. Like, coming off a loss. I mean, granted, it was to DC, but still. Like, yeah. I feel like US, active, UFC bro. just rewards activity. Yeah, because, you know, if you think about it, if he, if he, if Nagano fights, if they give him Derek Lewis again, or they have him fight, like, whoever, and he wins, like, how are you not going to give him the title yeah. shot now? You know, not true. Well, the winner, no, I think no matter what, the winner of if if they do a boss set and book the winner of JDS Lewis versus Ngano, the winner of that is going to get a title shot, regardless of what Stipe does or doesn't do. No doubt, it should be that way. Yeah. Interestingly, just thought about last because you mentioned Overeem. Do you remember what happened last time we had? Oh, it was Overeem versus Stipe, and we both had Overeem. I was like, "Yo, we're betting Overeem," and then he got his fucking head bounced off. Well, no, he had he he knocked him down originally. We were me and you were up and (laughs) we're going crazy. He like kneed him in the face and he had him like. And then he's like, he tapped and he clearly didn't oh, tap. Yeah, Remember, Joe yeah, Rogan yeah, was like, yeah. "Can you look up at the screen real quick?" Yeah, he's yeah. like, "I felt him tap." He's like, "Well, he didn't fucking tap." Dude. Yeah. 
That was in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Cleveland. home. I remember that. I was like, yo, Eric, I'm never betting against this fuck. <laughs> I'm never betting with you again. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yo, that was, that was when I started hating over him. I was like, yo, fuck this guy. <laughs> it's like this guy won, but also didn't win. The ring. Oh, God. Also, uh, real quick, right before we get to the card, uh, Kevin Gaslam, Israel Adesanya, UFC 236 for the interim belt. Definitely the right move. Yeah. Yeah. I think because, like, um, Whitaker's going to be out till. July, I think. Oh yeah, who knows? That's yeah. like early. His career might be. Yeah, this is twice with the same sort of in, like not not. He didn't have the hernia last time, but didn't he have like his bowels coming out of like his ab or some some crazy shit was going on? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I don't know, like. So what happens when is you that go weight cut it related? I, I just I think he's. I mean, one, he's taking a lot of damage. Yeah, those were male fights. Two, like, I, like years old. He did. Life. He used to cut a lot of weight to get down to one seventy. So maybe, but now he's. I don't know how. I, he's probably around like 200 210 i don't know how not 200 but like 210 or ish he's he's not right. that big for 185 right he was huge for 170 right so um i don't know it could be weight cut it could be damage it could be like just bad luck you, right you know what i mean um but i don't know i like i i think the inter the part making it an interim is clearly just to make this a pay-per-view fight like t- uh, main event you know yeah. what i mean like it doesn't no nah, but i'm for it though yeah, no, I am too. I, I, I listen. I, I'm all for the interim because it's a title eliminator. It's a title eliminator anyway. So the winner of this was 100% getting um, Gastelum and I, I 100% getting Whitaker. And you can't give Gastelum a fight with Israel and say it's a title eliminator and not an interim title fight, right. right? Because you get into the situation with Frankie Edgar when Frankie Edgar took the fight. He was supposed to fight Max Holloway for the title. Instead, didn't even get an interim bout. Got. Um, Ortega. Ortega in a title eliminator and got fucking knocked out. And like yeah. that kind of sucks. And dudes don't want to do that. So I think you have to make it an interim interim title fight because at least you're fighting for the title. Right. I don't know how the point I don't know how like the I think you get paid more based on a title fight and just because interim title fight you're su- presumably getting paid a lot more than they would if it was a title eliminator. I just want to count to that quick because you brought up Frankie Edgar. But how about the likes of Tony Ferguson, yeah, and like Colby Covington, that's true. Both guys who had interim titles and still that's haven't true. gotten their title shot, and that both have been over a year now, right? And th- and that also do- that goes to Joey's last point about, or or your last point about the UFC rewarding activity because yeah, both yeah. of them haven't been active, and the guy who has been active, right? Um, I think it was was it who jumped? Was it Till that jumped him originally, or was it was just Usman? Um, Till jumped him. Till jumped him. At he first. wasn't ready to fight yeah. in September. So Till jumped yeah. him because he was active and he put on that he. Who did, was a cowboy his fight before that? Where he, he knocked uh, out cowboy? I think so. Right, but I think it was someone else after cowboy. And then Usman just just dominating RDA worse than than Colby did. So the UFC rewarded like the the now. They're all about the present, right? So they rewarded that. Um, yeah, so it's an interesting spot. I'm all for the fight. I think it's a great fight. Um, you know, like Gaslam's bo- boxing and his his hands are so quick, but then at the same time, Israel's just. Yeah, probably the best striker I've seen. So Toby Wonderboy, by the way, that oh that was yeah sketchy decision. Yeah, in, yeah. In, but I mean that was not rewarding anything. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. yeah, that was I, an I ugly decision. I love Till too. Who's fighting Leon Robert? No, no, uh, he's fighting a Masvidal in London. Yeah, Masvidal. But yeah, I mean, um, Izzy, I I don't know. I I don't think. I feel like he's just gonna keep Gaslam at distance. It's gonna yeah. be it's a super tough fight for Gaslam. I feel like. Yo, Israel's the one, man. I like Israel a lot. He is. He's good. He's he's shown that you. It's he's not easy to take down either. I think that was the, the, the question mark on him was like if guys could take him down. And then after the Vittori fight, he got taken down once and didn't really do much. Right. But then he had Brad Tavares, who kind of looked stupid throughout the fight. Yeah. And then and Brunson, who looked really stupid yeah, throughout yeah, the fight. So. <laughs> so. And if you look at Israel, he's pretty much everything the UFC wants in a champion. He speaks well. Um, he's an international guy, so yeah. he, he'll fight anywhere. You know that. He's already fought just about everywhere around the globe when he was doing kickboxing. Yeah. So I feel like he's the ideal champ. For and the he's UFC. young. I mean, I don't know. How, he's, he's like 29 or yeah. 30 or something. So he, but he's super he's marketable. Like, yeah. He, he's all about media and all that shit. Yeah. He just eats that shit up. Word. Um, all right, cool. Let's get to this. Uh, let's get to this fight night card. You know, as always, we start with the co-main down, and then we could do the main event for last. Main uh, event would be... Blahowitz. <laughs> Blahovic. And the man with a hammer tattoo on his chest, Tiago Santos. I said Tiago Silva. Isn't that like a soccer player or some shit? Yeah. He's also a fighter. No, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, Tiago so the co-main, the co-main, we have Stefan Struve 
And my guy. Yo, I used to use him all the time in UFC because I'm like, oh, this guy's huge. Yo, Stefan Schroeder is forever my guy. Why? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's so random. Nah, bro. What do you mean? He's 6'7". Like, anyone who gets in the cage is He's six, listed seven. at 7 Yeah, foot. he's 6'7", but fights like he's 5'4". Is he? No, he's not. They list him at 7. I'm not even kidding. That's horrible. He is might he be seven? Six, seven. He's huge. He's <laughs> bro. He's way bigger yeah. than the. Ever, he's the sky. No, he's definitely because because Johnny Walker's six seven. I think so. He's he's definitely he's probably like seven feet six six eleven maybe. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. Seven like, foot two sixty five. It's a big motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. He's such an oddity in MMA. That that's my guy. I can't believe he's only thirty one. Yeah, he's he's, full, he's been around forever though. He's taking a lot yeah. of damage. I remember Mark Hunt broke his jaw. He's also on a three fight losing streak right now. Oh, he's he's fighting Marcos. Marco, <laughs> Marco Rogero de Lima. I actually didn't sound like that bad. That was actually pretty good. You, you, yeah. you Brazilian? I'm a, nah, yeah, kind of. Um, but uh, yeah, Strube is coming off a three-fight losing streak. It's not looking good for the boy. He's he's only won three of his last nine. <laughs> so the glory days are over for Stefan Struve. Back in I the think day, he had one glory day. Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, no, I'm saying like fight. the Stipe knockout is like. The, well, yeah, yo. that's the glory day. Yeah, that was a while ago. What year was that? <laughs> oh, I gotta look that up. He knocked out Stipe in 2012. Yeah, that was holy shit. That was so long ago. Dude, he has 43 professional fights. That's insane. And then For a heavyweight. <laughs> yeah. Right after that, lost to Mark Hunt and then Overeem. Yeah, Mark Hunt was bad. He, his draw was just broken and it was like hanging there. Yeah, well, Mark Hunt yeah. can get hit by a truck and he'd be like, "All right, I'm up. That- What's going on?" Yeah, the, I think everyone when when Struve came in, like when I guess after the Stipe knockout, people were like, "This guy is seven feet tall. He has a huge. He's like an eighty-four, eighty-five inch reach. He like if he utilizes his reach, he's gonna be the best fighter ever. That's what everyone's always been saying. And every fight, they're like, "Oh, if he utilizes his reach, this fight, he's gonna be great." And I've never once seen him throw like a good jab to or a, or a kick to keep guys away. He's just <laughs> he he's like he likes to be on his back and go for submissions, and it's just yeah, like it's yeah. so frustrating to watch him. But against Tybura's last fight, he showed, like, at least somewhat of a jab to, like, use to try to keep the distance. But it, it didn't end up working well for him. I think here, he if this is his last shot. Like, if he loses this, he's either he should, one, retire. Yeah, um, he's got to get out. He's definitely not going to be in the UFC anymore. Four straight losses. Yeah. Um, losing losing to Delima, who's who's maybe two and or his, he's two of, He won two of his last three, but his last fight was his heavyweight debut. Um yeah, so I think Struve, it's it's time it's time for him to put up or shut up. Use use your reach, and you can win the fight. We saw this weekend what happens when a much bigger guy is able to use his reach, and the guy can fall back on submissions. Like you know you know what you can do when you utilize that length. Yeah. He just doesn't do it, and it's so frustrating to watch him. Yeah, I know when you're when you're that fucking tall, you can literally just don't you don't even have to jab, just kick him in the face, like keep mm-hmm. keep him like. At ease with your legs, at least. There's some front kicks up in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. something. <laughs> something. Switch kick them. How do you even block that? His legs fucking the size of the cage. Yeah, but I agree with Eric. I mean, I feel like lately it's been tough to watch Stefan Shrove because he doesn't do any of that. And Heartbreaker for you. And it's like your guy. you said, that is my guy. And like every time I'm just like, yo, yeah, just like keep him at bay and then come with the, you know, when they get mad or whenever the opponent gets frustrated, like. Bring the clinch, you know, elbow, something, knees. Yo, this dude is huge. Like, yeah. But he doesn't do that. And he, like Eric said, lately it seems like he'd rather be on his back throwing up like some crazy subs. Dude, not only triangles. that, but in this in this fight, Lima's only six one. Listen yeah. at six he was, one. I mean, he was a light heavyweight, so he he moved up his last fight. His last weigh in was two fifty three. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I remember he missed. That should be that, and then going down to two. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I think insane. he missed. Though, uh, when did he fight? He may have. He was. He was. A, he missed. He made like oh OSP. He missed against OSP. Oh, did he? Yeah, he came in at two ten. So that probably that was probably like the final straw. Yeah. Like, dude, you're way too big. I remember when he like. Like, he's always been known, at least at 205, he's always known for having this absurd amount. Of, he was, like, the most powerful striker. He knocked out uh, Jeremy Kimball, who's not in the UFC anymore. That like was he, also my guy. <laughs> that was your guy. He, he was, like, the curtain <laughs> jerker extraordinaire. Like, he was always first fight on every He was. He was. Like, he was the first fight. Was that on Jared's card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his win that night. He, he, who. he looks mad yeah. Amish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That was my guy. He had a knockout that first round. Or second round. Oh, I had him on that card. That was the night that I that I came in first in DFS because I had him and Jared. Yeah, he beat Stansberry that night. I will say one thing that I noticed is that uh, Lima's last three losses were came by a submission, and you know your boy Struve he likes the submission, so you never know. 
He could save his, that. Save his a career. triangle off the back. You save know his career saying? here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I th- like, it's a tough fight to pick. Um, DeLima, though, his last fight fought another tall, rangy sh- guy who people thought he would lose to. And he was using a lot of, like, kicks and, like, low kicks and was able to get around the range. It's obviously not as big as Struve, but it's the same sort of situation. He knows how to deal with it. Um, yeah, so so I, I like DeLima here, I think. I think there's not many fights that I consider good betting fights but i think delima might be a good betting fight which is awful because i i think my last three fight last three Struve fights i bet Struve, and i've lost obviously all three so <laughs> so now i'm gonna bet against them and i'm probably gonna lose it shout out to Struve. yeah i'm gonna go delima too i'm gonna go delima by decision i think he puts him on his back and then like we've seen his last three like he just doesn't do enough and he's willing to stay there and i could see delima just doing damage on the ground yeah, I think I think Delima by decision is is what I'm going. Also, Delima, the slight favorite in this minus one fifty. Struve's getting one ten. So Struve's my guy though. I hope he wins. Yeah. Uh, next we have the pick. Oh, I'm taking as as a betting man, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Joey is a betting man. <laughs> Joey is now a betting man. Oh, I don't know. I will see that plus money. <laughs> Go, you know what I see? <laughs> I see? I see plus money. I see a big ass height advantage, and I see a guy who likes submissions. Yeah. He submitted 17 people in his career. I mean, and this guy is susceptible to the rear naked. That's the way to spin it. If right? you like the underdog, that's all I'm saying. Plus one, Ted's not looking too crazy. Put a little $45 on it. Nothing crazy, you know. I th- I'm going Struve. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, fuck Sky it. Scraper. Fuck it. Um. All right, the next fight we have uh, John Vellante and Michael. <sighs> okay, here we go. Oleg Oleg Suchuk. Didn't fuck. I did fuck. How do you say that? I think it's Oleg Zaychek. That's what I was going to say, Oleg Zaychek. It's like Joanna John Zaychek, but it's Oleg Zaychek. Yeah. Oleg Zaychek? Okay. Yeah. Michael Oleg Zaychek, John Vellante. Not a big Vellante guy. It's your boy, bro. Yeah, I'm a nah. huge, like, not in the octagon. Eric, like, compared guy. me to him one time. He's like, yo, you're mad John Vol- You I'm are. Like, he is. <laughs> no, how? Same, like, personality. Yo, are you kidding me? This guy fights like he's 400 pounds. He just no, stands in the center. Better, like, not in the octagon. Yet. Oh. Like, anywhere outside the octagon, I'm a huge John Vellante fan. He's just, like, he's like the Rob Gronkowski of he UFC, is. I feel like. Yeah, he is. I swear to God. It's mad funny, too, because him and Weidman are, like, best buds. Yeah. And every time... I think Weidman corners him. Yeah. Yeah, so... Weidman always does interviews fight week because he's Weidman and he's a big figure and he's always like, yo, being around John for fight week is the worst thing ever because he's cutting weight and he always has his shirt off. It's mad annoying. <laughs> he's like, it's the only time he has abs in his life is when he's cutting weight. That's so, great. yeah, he's such a character, John Vellante. Him, Al, like that whole Long Island, Sarah yeah. Longo crew is legendary. Joe is a big Matt Sarah guy. Love Matt Sarah. I'm a huge Matt no, Sarah No, we know guy. you're a Sarah guy. <laughs> Sarah! I think you guys mentioned this on the last one. You had this exact we, conversation. We you were screaming at Sarah. Well, now that you're here, we yeah. got to put you on the spot. Yo, Eric was screaming bloody murder. It was so fucking funny. Um, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I know about this guy, uh, one more time, Ola Jacek, Ola, Ola Jacek, Ola uh, is that he got popped. For banned substances after uh, his fight with Cleo Roundtree, um, which is why I'm going to take him in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. No, but I don't know. John Vellante to me just seems like a, a, a boring dude. Like, I feel like he just doesn't move a lot. Yeah. I feel like he's just, he's got a crazy chin. Like, he gets mm-hmm. punched in the face a lot. Like, his last fight with fucking Ed Herman, they both were like teeing off on yeah, each other. Actually, like, probably the. Yeah. Best John Vellante fight well, in the last one. Yeah, like he's been to four straight split decisions, which says a lot. Like a split <laughs> decision, you automatically assume. I mean, it's it's not really true, but you automatically assume boring fight. Right, or but, low output. Yeah, yeah. that's usually what a split decision is, but there could be the occasional fight where it's like a back and forth, like yeah. huge brawl, right? But yeah, John Vellante, his, he has explosion and he has power, but it lasts like like two strokes two, like that, yeah. so he's a two stroke guy like two, two punches and he's like wait hold on I gotta breathe yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh my god uh, but like you said he has a chin he can take punches I think I think Ola Jacek if he trusts his chin knowing that John Vellante is probably like on the chopping block as well if I'm Ola Jacek I'm getting into a brawl right away letting him gas out and trying to, to be the guy to finish John Vellante 
Yeah. I mean, you, you can't just beat John Volante by decision and expect it to move you anywhere, especially when you came off a huge win against Cleo Roundtree, who was hot at the time, and then got popped for steroids. Like, you need to, you need to do something special here. So I think that what he should do is start a brawl, make John Volante gas out, and then pick him apart. And I think he could finish him. Yeah. I think, that, like, people respect Volante too much, or people who fight Volante respect him too much. Like, they, he's always has his back against the fence, I mm-hmm. feel like, of late. And he's just, like, always circling off. So, like you said, yo, it's like, why not clinch him up and try and yeah. do some dirty boxing or something, like, something. Especially old Jacek, like you said, he, he beat Roundtree, but it was a decision. Yeah. And then you get popped, and it's like, dude, like, where, where do you really stand in this kind of wide-open light heavyweight division? Yeah. So, you can either make a serious statement and get a finish, something Volante, like, Volante hasn't been finished since Shogun, which was almost two years ago now. So, since then, it's been four split decisions. He hasn't really given much output, so test that gas thing, bro. Put him against the fence, clinch him up, take him down, do something. Like mix it up a little bit with Volante. Yeah, make him uncomfortable. I think you're in a position where you know that that outside of the first round, John Volante is probably not going to have output and probably not going to have power. So if you can like get his gas tank up, you have to go to finish him. I think like you you're in a position, you're a co-main event on a card, right? Which you probably don't deserve to be. Oh no, he's not co-main event, but third like on on the main card and. You have a chance to finish this guy and make like a name for yourself. You got to do it. That's another thing. Why is John Volante always in the spot? It feels like I don't know. <laughs> it's true. It's no like, idea. Yeah, it was we went to two twenty. He was in this spot right before well, he COVID. got. Yeah. Did he got at like he wasn't or he was always on the main card? I remember we were saying like that was the the, the beer break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what we said. We're like yo, piss break yeah, right before up, Coleman made the title fights. <laughs> Let's go use the bathroom. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's in the spot again, so it's kind of weird. Like he's always in the spot, Volante. He also hasn't put two wins together since fucking 2015, I think. So if history repeats itself, it's a nice little loss coming yeah. right now. Um, yeah, I'm going Ola Jacek. I'm taking. I'm taking the Russian. Yeah, I'm going Ola Jacek by knockout. I think he's gonna get it done. I don't, I don't know too much about him. I went I, I, on YouTube and I like searched his name. I was looking for fights. Found some like Russian promotion that he was fighting in. Guy can, guy moves around, yeah. you know? So I think it's like... That'll present problems. Yeah, of course, because yeah. Volante is fucking... He's way too quick for Volante to, I think he's to deal bigger with. than him. Which though. is kind of like, weird, because we always talk about... Like, Volante is a he's crazy an athlete. Dude. Yeah, like, but he's he plays, just... Yeah. He played lax at Hofstra or football? football. I think he... I played a sport at Hofstra. I thought yeah, it was yeah. football, but I, I don't football. remember when the football program got cut there. So like, no, it was wild. I mean, oh no, it was football. Didn't he get yeah. like a, didn't he get like a tryout for the Jets or something? <laughs> yeah, I think it was football. He's a beast, yeah. Lante. He's a little uh, older yeah. now. His gas. I think the biggest thing is his gas tank. Yeah. Right, and then he slows down. And like yeah, there's nothing to do. I'm also going all J check. Oh, I just said that by knockout. Yeah. Can we acknowledge old J check's fight name is Lord? I didn't yeah, <laughs> know that. Michael Lord. Michael Lord old J check. Getting ready for Game of Thrones. That's fine. <laughs> he actually looks like a Game of Thrones character. Then I look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna go with J check either round two or three. Once he, you know, mixes up with Volante, yeah. I think Volante's gonna get tired and just like give in. Yeah, I think also, you know, to Eric's point before, you have to finish Volante yeah. here, especially if you get situation. Yeah. You get popped in your fucking that was his UFC debut, right? Yeah, yeah. You get popped in your debut. It's like really you got to like make up for that. And know? those like for those who don't know, those get flipped. He got that got flipped to a no contest. Yeah. So his win is null and void now. Right. So he's 0-0-1 in the UFC. So you do want to do something. Here. Right. And, and like people st- people who are fans of the sport watched that fight like before knowing that he popped. And were like, this guy's a problem. Like Roundtree was hot at the time and he just picked him apart. So now you're showing that you're off, off the juice apparently. And now you're going to fight. And you have to put on a good show. And you can't do that by, by fighting another decision with John Volante. You have to finish him. Which he yeah. will suck you into Volante. Yeah. Word. Um. All right, cool. We'll get to the next fight here. We have Liz, Liz the Gorilla. That's a fire. Speaking of fire names, she has yeah, a that's, fire name. Yo, and what a fitting name. Yeah. This gorilla. girl would beat the shit out of me. I think we can establish every UFC fighter female. Yeah, but this show. one, like, faster than I would. <laughs> like, she's solid as a rock. She is. Yeah, but uh, she is fighting Eric's girl. Lucy? Yeah. <laughs> What's her? Does, does she have? Pudilova? I don't know. How does she have a name? Does she have a fighter name? Oh, does she have a fighter name? Yeah, because she uh, fought Landis. I remember she fought Landisberg. Bullet. Yeah, bullet. Yeah, there you go. Like, oh, uh, like, like, Bullet. How can you have bullet when yeah, the champion Valentina. in your division is yeah. bullet? Huh? She's. They're fighting at flyweight one twenty five. Valentina is the new champion. In, like Valentina is the real bullet. Yeah. Shevchenko. Shevchenko. Yeah. 
interesting. Bullet though. versus bullet. That's my girl. Carmouche's <laughs> bit like she's she's the fight. They I don't know if Pudilova was at thirty five. Also, she had to be right. Yeah, but Carmouche's was fucking big at thirty five. She's just a, like yeah. a brick house. So imagine her at twenty five. Like she's probably ripped yeah. up. I can only fucking imagine here. Pudilova home though. She's in. She's from Prague or yeah. from the Czech Republic. I don't know if she's from actually Prague, but her hometown. So I, she's. I love Pudilova. She's like how high output. She throws like a million strikes. She's like very aggressive. Uh, the, I think this fight is just typical grappler striker kind of thing because uh, Pudilova, she when she gets on the ground, I think she she is has adequate jujitsu, but she has this like issue of not knowing how to get up and instead or not trying to get up instead throwing elbows and like hammer fists from the ground like there's, there's two people i see that do that one tied to ivasa when he was like <laughs> and two was brian ortega but brian ortega does that because he knows that like if he gets put if you make one mistake there he's gonna put you in a triangle or do there some goes crazy a shit. limb yeah <laughs> so uh, like i i ver- i don't like that at all and and, and carmouche is like joey said a tank yeah. i remember she like dominate not dominate but she beat chukagian and was like picking her up and like throwing her and like slamming her to the ground and like just holding her there well like in even i went back and watched like her 2013 fight with jessica andrade like that that she like that was a violent fucking attack you know just to see someone with that like and she was just throwing elbows it was like when uh paul felder knocked out uh Oliveira, Oliveira. where it's like yo like this is like please stop this fight she literally for (laughs) two minutes straight was just raining down on fucking Andrade and like she's nice but she was young I mean that was 2013 that was a while ago but still um, I'm going Carmouche the yeah girl, I'm going Carmouche girl, really. like you said like sometimes how high output can work against you especially if, against a grappler so I could just see it going where she's putty low is throwing throwing and she just ducks under one and shoots yeah and she makes it a grappling match on the ground which she clearly has the advantage I had I originally when I was when I was like looking at this I had Carmouche just because of that I think she can take her down she can hold her down and like Pudilova's like I don't know what she's gonna plan on doing from there right and, but, you, and you said she was a big thirty five like, yeah if she granted we'll see what happens with the weight at the weigh yeah. in so if she makes twenty five she's probably gonna rehydrate and be but you know what I'm gonna I'm range. gonna go Pudilova here let's go I think she's home I, like Ooh. she's home right I think the crowd's gonna be amped up for her and and. Um, Carmouche has this this kind of issue. At least she did in, in the Chukagian fight. She kind of just holds like she just she uses her strength and pressure to hold you there. And when the crowd is getting involved and screaming, like you never know what these refs are doing. Like the ref might stand it up early, or right. if she's not active there, they're going to stand it up. And Pudilova, she's just going to come forward and put pressure and throw like a million strikes, throw like six, seven punch combos, throw like four kicks in a row. So I think the fact that she's home. And the fact that I don't see enough activity out of Carmouche on the ground necessarily makes me go Pudilova here. By, by I'm going to say split decision. Not even you, Nat. I'm going to say split. You Pudilova split decision. Ooh. I'm going Carmouche. I'm going Carmouche. UD. Carmouche. I think it ends early. Ooh. Well, I think the Czech Republic is in for a rude awakening. <laughs> That'd be something. That would quiet the crowd real quick. Yeah, it would. Um... All right, cool. Next fight we have John Dodson versus my boy Jan. Better. Better Jan. <laughs> Yo, this guy's an animal. I think he has. he'll have the belt one day. I yeah. think he's phenomenal. I just want to shout out the training video he sent of him in his training. He was training with, I think it's his son. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's like two or three years old, just running around the mats. And Peter Jan's like, yeah, training for John Dodson since he's 5'3". Yeah, he's <laughs> tiny. He's like, I found the perfect training partner, Yosh. It was hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, dude's never been finished though, Dotson. Yeah, he also beat T.J. Dillashaw. Yeah, he has a knockout win over T.J. Dillashaw. Yeah, he's he, he used I, to fight at twenty five. Yeah, he's. I think he's like one. I think he's three and three maybe at at thirty five. Right, he yeah, lost. He's coming off that loss to Jimmy. He lost to Jimmy. He lost to um, um, what's his name? Marlon Marais. No, not Mar- yeah. He lost to Marais, but he also Split. lost to. He lost to, what's his name? Lineker. Oh yeah. Um, so those are like, I mean, the Jimmy doesn't look as good of a loss anymore. But the other two are like good. They're not like bad losses, especially Marais that split decision. Like that's yeah. That's a that's a nice loss to have if there is one. He's a hard guy to fight because he's so fast and he has this like, he has his reach is it's listed at sixty six. I don't know if it is that because he has like dinosaur arms and he's also <laughs> like five foot one. But he's hard. He hits you once or twice and like runs around for thirty minutes. 
And Jan coming off a, like a fight a few weeks or a month, a few months ago on the Jones Gustafson card where the dude was not afraid to take it to him and was just like, yeah. he was putting pressure on him and he was not afraid to throw back and create a brawl. This is a completely different fight. Um, I, I think Dodson could give him issues. I like to fade Petter Jan all the time. I've done it like, yeah, it does, <laughs> has not worked out. Yeah. No, I just like, I, actually, no, I didn't fade him in the first, I, after the, the Jin Soon Jan fight, I, like the, the second fight that he had, I faded him against Douglas Silva de Andrade. And I, like, I don't know, I, I'm waiting for, I think this will be a good test for him because it's, it's a, it's a different kind of fight and we'll see like where he actually stands against a, a tough, uh, at least a tough competitor. Yeah, I was say, I hope you didn't fade him against Ishihara, who's like... No, 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 I had him against Ishihara, because Ishihara, I don't like... But, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of... I'm leaning Dodson here. I I just think this is, like you said, a bad matchup for Jan, who Jan is super aggressive, like, he has that boxing background, and his boxing is really crisp. Um, You saw he stopped uh, Andrade Da Silva last fight. After the second... Yeah, Yeah. he was doctor stoppage. Yeah, yeah, he was willing to go to the ground. He landed a nasty elbow on the ground. ground It was like a disgusting cut above the eye that this corner was like, (laughs) Mas? Yeah, Yeah, they just called it. But but yeah, so like he's willing to engage on the floor too. So it's not only the boxing, like he'll go anywhere. But Dodson is one who kind of, I see him standing with him. Not necessarily trading with him, but he'll stand with him and he's going to chase him around, like Eric said. Dawson's one to run, so I could see him points get winning some points and then just winning a decision. Yeah, I, I'm I'm split here. Um, again, I'm gonna go Dodson. Uh, just Dodson's also yeah. a heavy betting dog. Yeah, so yeah, two hundred. So here's I, I want I want to wait for the props to pop up too because I I think Dodson is good just for the value. He, I don't think Giannis should be. A, I think he's a three like a close to a three to one favorite. I don't think he should be a three. I think. Maybe like in the minus one eighty range is a good spot for him, or like one sixty to one eighty. I don't think he's a three to one favorite here against Dodson, who's only lost a tough competition, right? Yeah. Um, but being that Dodson's never been finished, I think the Yan by knockout prop might be nice. I don't know what I, I don't think it's, it's not up yet on on any on books that I know, but when it does pop up, I want to see what that is because that might be a play that I have. But I'm for for the points of picking, I'm going to go Dodson by decision. Yeah, a, a nice prop that's there also is, you know, there's Jan win by decision is minus 175, but then any other outcome is plus 135, which is probably where I would go. Any, any other outcome? Jan by any other outcome? Or just... Yeah, so yeah. if Jan wins by yeah. knockout or if he wins loses, then... Right. Or, yeah. Right, so you're getting... So, I mean, you, you figure you're going to get maybe plus 150 or more for Jan by knockout. Yeah, I think probably. That, that, that would probably... It would be Jan by decision is the favorite, but then it's Jan by, by knockout, and then by... Right. I don't think he... Dotson also hasn't lost... Two in a row, so yeah. that's another thing. He's coming off the loss to Jimmy. All right, you know what I'm saying nice little rebound spot. I mean, hey, also you got to think you got you got to think Jan's thinking about this fight. Like, hey, like I think Dotson's currently ranked in the top ten. So if right. you win this fight, you're right in there. And I think he's capable of you know floating around that top five um, area in the bantam weight. Yeah. I mean, he'd have to fight yeah. you know Jimmy Rivera, fucking I don't know. That I'm would joking. be a nice fight for him next, given like the timetable. Because Aljo just won, so he's looking ahead. Who are you talking um, about, Jan? If he wins this, yeah, you know, I, or maybe like, Munoz. I, yo, I want, I, I would like to see Jan. If Jan wins this, convinced. If he knocks out Dodson, and I know it's not going to happen, but I would like to see Jan versus Cody. Oof, I think dope. Cody would go back, but that would be a sick. I fight. don't. Yeah, I like. I think Jan would have to win a like. He would have to beat like somebody else. That's talk in the talk. Like Brett Johns, bro. Yeah, Brett Johns. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a chance that Cody might want to move back just because I think if Jan, especially if he wins by knockout over a guy who's never been finished before, it's like, all right, now this is the new hot dude right. in the division. Like, it wouldn't be the most terrible fight. He would be the top, like, prospect in a sense of the name that's not necessarily, like, on top. Yeah. Because, like, all the names on top 35, they're well-established, whereas Jan is kind of just, like, coming in, like, I'm here. Yeah, I think I think if Cody wins, he's going to... I think Aljo is the fight to make. I, they were going they're back and forth on to, Twitter. Yeah. And I think... That's that's the way to go because that would the pro, the problem with Kobe Cody though too is unless TJ loses the belt to Marais he's not going to get another title shot or at least he shouldn't right, right? because like you don't want to see that you don't want to see it like the third one of those fights right so um, yeah I bro, mean have no fear he's dropping it to Marlon yeah I, <laughs> I mean I, you, bro. What was in, you know, inter- interestingly I think the last few bantamweight champions have gone on like a ridiculous it was it was um, Brow 
and Cody have gone on like ridiculous like slumps, like slumps. Like Pandu's Cody's not that bad. Yeah, it's tough to call Cody's a slump because he but, lost to the same dude. But now TJ lost, right? So what's, right. if TJ goes on a slump, it's just like bad omen for for the bantamweight champ. Yeah. It's like I don't want to be champion. <laughs> I'll stay at number one contender. Um. All right. Cool. Yeah, now, I'm going Dodge the dog. I think Jan wins. I'm not betting that though. Yeah. I'm going to bet what I said before. I'm getting any other. Yeah. One thirty-five. Any other. Uh, but your pick thing. is Jan. For the I, show, for the show's sake. For the show's sake, I'm gonna take Jan to win the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go. Dod- I'm going Dodson by decision, but I would bet Jan by knockout or Dodson in general because he's plus two, whatever. Plus two hundred at yeah. the moment. Yeah, you're getting three to one if you're taking fucking Jan. Yeah, it's too crazy. Too crazy. Um, now to open up the card, we have. Let's go, Joey. Open Let's up the see main card. Kids. How's your Russian? Let's go. Magomed Ankalev. That's good. That was good. That's not bad. And then. Fucking, oh, my God. <laughs> Clitson de Abreu. Yeah, just call him. Uh, yeah. I don't know, bro. I think he's I, going by just Farias, right? Yeah. I, like, it's so weird. Like, some of these Brazilian fighters have, like, six names and go by their middle name or something. I'm always <laughs> so confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, but De Abreu's 14-2 and two coming into this fight. And then we have Uncle Lift 9-1. and one. Should be a goodie. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what's going on with these two guys. Should be 10 Huh? Uh, should be ten or no? I he don't do- know. He dominated Paul Craig for two minutes fifty nine seconds. Yeah, got no, for like fourteen minutes fifty. That's what I meant. Seconds. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. He, for fourteen <laughs> minutes fifty nine seconds, and at, got caught in a triangle with like six seconds left. Bro, tapped. it was like four seconds. Yeah, left. and tapped like that was. I remember. I remember going back and forth on Twitter, like not back and forth, but everyone on Twitter going like, "How do you tap to that?" Right, bro? Like, how do you not go out? Yeah, like you gotta let yourself go out at that point. And you like, gotta do the Murad, bro. Yeah. Like you just gotta not. You gotta go. Out. Yeah, like go. And and I don't think he was in danger of you, really going like, out. Like, no it way. It just got put, like yeah. locked in. Yeah, and like that's just. That's you gotta be aware of the clock. I feel like. Well, the, he, yeah. I think he knew that the, the the clap had happened. Yeah, so. the clap had happened <laughs> before he was even in the lock. Do you think they hear that? Sometimes? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. We were just at the fight. Like, I mean, that's a lot different than actually being in the cage. Yeah, I feel like, like when you're fighting, yeah. though, you can't really hear I like think the you crowd. Cornerman, like, yo, one minute. Yeah, and know. they said they say it to you too. And he was against the cage. I don't know where he was. Like, in, 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 like that's another thing. Like, he was against the cage. Like, how do you let yeah. that happen? Yeah. He had Craig's head like against the cage, perfect yeah. for a ground pound. Threw up a hail mary and tapped. Situation. Yeah. Um, and then came back and put on a scary performance against. Proc- Procneo or whatever his name is, he hit him with like a counter right hook and Procneo was hurt and threw a leg kick that, I mean, a head kick that got blocked and just still managed to knock him out. It was pretty impressive. He's, he hits so hard and he throws so hard. It's like super scary to see. Um, but Farias is kind of dope. Like he's, he's, he's been like a top prospect for a while now. Um, it's maybe not the best fight for him to come into the UFC in because it's a, it's a hard fight. But look, he's beat he beat Johnny Walker, who's probably the, the everyone's favorite guy at 205 right now, right? So he he's a submission artist. We saw Ankalev clearly has some kind of issue with submissions, right? Like he got tapped at that time. Um, his mount game is insane. Like he gets on mount. He throws a lot of arm bars from mount. Has a lot of rear naked choke wins. Um I don't know. I think he has some straight armbar wins. Yeah, like he'll straight, do that for the straight armbar from Mount yeah. is the dope. Like it's so dope the way he does that. He drills that a lot. You can tell. Um, yeah, I think I think the line here is a little bit weird because I don't think Faria should be that big of a dog. I think he's like plus two something, right? Is he really? I, that's what I saw. I think he might have been plus two hundred. It might have. He is currently plus one seventy five. One seventy five. Yeah. So I, that it's close. I, I I don't know. I like Farias here. I think he's gonna win by submission. Damn, you know what? I was rewatching that um, Ankle fight against Paul Craig, and I was like, "Yo, he looked fine on top because he was on top a lot during that yeah. fight too." Like Craig didn't really threaten with anything from the bottom, and he was just landing a ton of ground and pound. So I don't know. I mean, for for um, for Rias to win, he's obviously gonna have to get it to the ground. I do worry about Ankle's uh, now top position after that. Just it only took one. He's only had two fights in yeah. the UFC, so. For me, that's the only time I've seen him. It makes me worry about his submission defense from anywhere. So the the only counter to that though is, do you think he was he was just so dominant throughout the fight that he was he didn't care about where he was positioning himself, especially because you're in a position where it's hard for him to get off that submission, right? So like it was ten seconds left. Maybe he heard that and was like, 
I'm not going to get no finished rest, here. Yeah. So like, I'm just going to do like, I'm not going to worry about my positioning and got caught. And then maybe like he adjust now he's adjusted and said like, listen, I'm in the UFC now. I can't be doing those things because these guys right. are all good. So th- that's the other thing. Like if, if, if he put himself in a bad position right now, if he's adjusted, he may not do that and may just continue to dominate dudes on the right. ground. So it's, it's just, a, a, it's interesting to see, especially here with a guy who can submit him off his back or from the top or wherever. Right. I just, yeah. I think Ankylo's striking isn't be too much for Furious. Um, hopefully, he can keep him at distance away from the takedown. Because if it goes to the mat, I do like obviously like Furious to get the job done. Like we said, he's has an impressive win streak. Most of them are finished by submission. So, jujitsu specialist, but I I like uh, Ankylo to finish the fight on the feet. I'll go early. I'll go first round. Oh yeah yeah. First round. First round knockout. I think, yeah, so I, like, uh, if he wins, I think it'll be... Well, I, I don't know. But I, I, would, I would like... If a first round knockout would be, I think, his best chance. Yeah, to he's got to keep it standing. So yeah. I think he gets it done early. Interesting. I just watched that uh, submission, by the way. It was pretty bad. I would have stuck Yo, around. he tapped. And he had one second to go. Bro, yeah. Like, the horn goes off as soon yeah. as he lost the choco. Yeah, it was literally like... it was little, The horn literally went off like simultaneously with the tap. It yeah. Was, it was bad. And he wasn't even out. Like he was like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like I, I know tapped. immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on, bro. Your corner. If I was in your corner, I'd be screaming at you like, "Fucking, back in there!" <laughs> like something. I don't know. From Dagestan too. He's one of the Dagestani guys. Yeah. So you know, you know, they they were not happy. Yeah, you with You can that. tell which fighters are from Dagestan. They all look the same. Yeah, exactly. They look like some version of Khabib. <laughs> they all have the same beards. They all have the same like bowl haircut. Like yeah. the hair comes down. Strong ass jaws. Yeah. <laughs> They, look the same. they all fight bears. They all fight <laughs> bears. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, cool. I think I'm going to go with uh, Ankalev in this fight. Oh. Fuck it. Um, all right, cool. Let's get to the uh, main event now. Uh, we have Tiago Santos and Jan Blahowitz uh, in the main event. Uh, this is tough. This one's tough to, to, to pick, honestly. Knockout artist versus a submission guy, I guess. Uh, I don't know, man. They're both kind of on streaks right now, right? Yeah. So, so Thiago moved up from eighty-five Three to two hundred five. Santos, yeah. His, yeah. So he's knocked out Anders in that weird main event that was like yeah. manufactured. Yo, he almost killed him. Yeah, but a lot that of that was, was also like, Anders was yeah. gas because he didn't. He bar- He was like. Huge coming in. Anderson to take, took the, the fight week. like the week of. Yeah. I mean, Anders, not Anderson. Yeah. He, um, that's that. That's a weird finish. But yeah, but we, me and E were at the Manuel fight in Toronto. That yeah. was a, insane. A sick round and change. Yeah. Um, where they both traded. It was just like all out brawl against the fence elbow. Like you saw it all that that whole round and change. And I mean, what can you say? Like he, Diago Santos is pretty strong. He. He's only lost recently was that David Branch like short elbow yeah, or whatever what was that it? was. It was an overhand. I thought it was a short elbow and then he like grabbed. Nah, I think he hit him with an overhand. He just like went down. Yeah, it was that. a weird like super. But it like you know what I I learned most from the from the the Manoa fight was that I think his issue might have been the weight cut right because he took shots here like he took hard oh, shots yeah. from Manoa whereas against David Branch like it was one like short it, short yeah like a, a very like a overhand from a guy who's not known for his power and just put him out cold right so like mm-hmm. or, or out so maybe the weight cut was affecting like how much hydration he was get, able to get back to his brain and like damaging his chin or whatever so he's going to be able to take shots uh on the other side Blahovich can also take shots he fought Manuel that was if you haven't watched that fight go back and watch the second Manuel fight um he can take shots he hits hard um, he he beat Nikita Krylov, who was a big kind of a big prospect, also in the UFC. Submitted him, showed like his his ability to to work on the ground. Um, it's a, it's definitely a very interesting fight. It's it's they're two, I think winner of this. I don't where is Santos ranked right now? Uh, give me one second. I, I mean, he owns a victory over Anthony Smith, who's challenging for the title. Yeah, one eighty five, seven right He's now. He's seven, and what's Blahovich? Uh, six, six, six. Six? I'm on UFC. Okay. I'm What's Blahovich? He's four. Six and four. So, like, what are the top three at 205? It's Gustafson. Gustafson, Cormier, and... Oh, Corm- I can't really count Cormier. Oh, and Anthony Smith. Gustafson, Gustafson and Smith. And Uzdemir's probably right up in between. Right, so, yeah. so Smith... And he's after Blahovich. So, yeah. Gustafson, like, 
do, do you give the winner of this Gustafson? Like, it, it's an interesting spot, right? Because winner of this is immediately in title contention, especially at 205, and John Jones wants to be active. And I think we're all assuming that John Jones is going to beat Anthony Smith, except Joey, who's a betting man. But <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you bugged out. I would lay two, the two thousand to win a hundred before I bet on Anthony. Smith. <laughs> right. So, like, you you think the winner of this is is could get John Jones next? That's huge. Like, that's that's dope for yeah. your career, right? I mean, if you look at it, Anthony. Oh, Smith, like in two fights, you mean the next? Their next, the winner of this next fight is going to be John Jones. Of Jan and, and like this is the number one contender fight, Eric. You're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there's no one else there. Like who? Who's yeah, the, he like, already beat Gustafson. Who's the mere? Did he beat anyone in between DC? Yeah, I forgot. No, who, he. But I, and I'm Smith, pretty sure he, he lost. Who's the lost to Smith? But did Anthony he, Smith? Yeah. But did he beat anyone between that and DC? Oh, um, I don't think so. I think that was he his kept first getting attack. canceled. He had yeah. visa issues for a long time. Oh, he lost to fucking Anthony Smith. Yeah. Back yeah, to yeah. back, right? Yeah, it was Cormier and then Smith that he lost. Yeah. Is, is he booked? I thought he was booked for a fight too. Uh, Dominic Reyes. Yeah. So okay. Ooh, so there's that fight. Yeah. Because the, if yeah. Okay. But I think winner of this is is going to deserve a title shot. So it's a huge fight. Yeah. And if you look at Anthony Smith, he only went I think two and zero at yeah. light heavyweight. And if you look at it, Santos is two and zero already. And yeah. like I said, he already owns that win over Anthony Smith at eighty five. So just realized we're forgetting about Corey Anderson. Corey Anderson would just beat Eler right. Latifi. Yeah. I think Corey Anderson is up shoot. there also. So, yeah, yeah. like, maybe winner of this fights Corey Anderson. I think if Blahovich wins, maybe you give him, like, a Corey Anderson. If Tiago Santos wins, you probably give him a title shot. Right? Because I think Tiago Santos just... I, UFC likes guys who finish, and he's a finisher. So, and he'll brawl. Like, he'll yeah, get into any fight. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think Tiago Santos, it's going to be hard to deny him a title shot with a main event win against Jan Blahovich. Yeah, it's an interesting fight, though. I but mean, do you think if Blahovich wins, he doesn't get John Jones? It's hard because I don't think Blahovich is not a big name. No matter, like he's he's good and he's put on good fights, like the Manoa fight. Um, he also has a few. Did he did he lose to Corey Anderson? I thought Corey Anderson beat him already. He did, right? Yeah, unanimous. Yeah, one ninety one. Yeah. So like, I mean, but so did so did no Anthony Smith didn't lose. What am I talking about? Um, Anthony Smith lost to Santos though, and Anthony Smith got the title shot. But I mean, you know, it was a different. A different weight class right so uh, i think ufc likes guys who finish right mm-hmm. and i don't know like how many finishes the blahovich had he beat krylov by submission he has a rear naked on devin clark who was yeah. whatever he's had, i remember he has that fight f- 23 wins he has 14 of them were finishes yeah mm-hmm. i don't know how many of those were outside we're, of UFC, yeah, how, right? yeah. So he has yeah he only has the finish over latifi which was i think his debut yeah no nah, he has two he has the debut win over latifi which was a finish he has three. He has and two he has submissions two and then that, yeah. Right, so, and Devin Clark's submission was Devin Clark's second fight in the UFC? Or? Might have been his debut. Yeah, something like that. It was and then his last first fight second. was the triangle choke. And Krylov was another. Krylov was his first or second. It was like, I don't know. Krylov hasn't fought, so. Yeah, and meanwhile, fucking Santos is finishing knocking everybody. people out. Yeah. yeah, That was like his fourth fight, um, Clark. After Tuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Clark. yeah, I mean... I'm I'm stuck it here. His last eight fights, only one of them went to decision. Santos, right? Yeah. Which was which which fight went to decision? That was um Kevin Holland. Oh, Kevin Holland. Who he mauled. Yeah. Kevin Holland was tough yeah. as hell. Unanimous, you heard me. Kevin Holland took that fight on short notice he too. Did, I yeah. forgot who pulled out on him. Uh Santos, that is. That yeah. was his debut too, Kevin Holland. And then he came back and got a nice yeah. finish. But yeah, anyway, going back to this fight. I, I don't know. I, I kinda like Blahovich's versatility to maybe get it to the ground and mix it up a little bit. I mean, if it stays on the feet, Santos has obviously this incredible power, and he has the hammer tattoo on him, so you know he's bringing yeah. that he's fucking bringing power in his fist. I want to, yeah. I, I, obviously, Blahovich knows that, so I think he'd be willing to take it to the ground right away or try to. Uh, we haven't really seen, I feel like, Santos tested on the ground because when he was with Holland on the ground, Holland, he was on yeah. top, he was in control. Um, How, I feel like fight. Holland like, had some moments in that fight also. Like he had, like he had some. I don't know if it was, uh, if he was on the ground and was able to to uh, to sweep Santos, or if he he hurt Santos at one point. Um, also, Santos, this is his first five round fight, right? Was he has he been a main event before? Oh, the Eric Anders, yeah. Oh, Eric, but that well, that was the third round, and Anders was tired, right? Or was yeah, it, it ended at the end of three because yeah. he couldn't get up. So now this is the first time that I like. I I mean, actually, I'm not gonna say I expect, but like Blahovich is gonna be a tough guy to finish, and he's he's been in five. He's no, he hasn't been in five round fights, but he's he has like a, a decent enough gas tank, right? So we're gonna see what um, Santos has in the later rounds if it gets there, 
So right. yeah, it, it's 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 a definitely a very interesting fight. And it's a very tough one to pick. Yeah, I just think that Santos is too fucking dangerous, man. I think you knock out all these guys, and also you got to think like, you know, if we're talking about it, they they definitely know it that if oh, I course, beat this guy, yeah. I'm getting John Jones, bro. So there's a lot to fight for, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that he comes out swinging. Yeah, we saw Blahovich though. Like he fought Cannoneer recently too. Yeah, he beat him. Another guy. Who that's another guy shoot. who's yeah. similar to Santos in there. Like, yo, he'll stand and knock you out one shot. He knocked out Branch. Yeah, who, who was uh, like a top ten guy for sure at the time, maybe top eight. Um, short notice, took on Branch, knocked him out, and yo, Cannoneer is just as explosive. I'm not gonna say as good as Thiago Santos, but just as explosive and same power. And Blahovich made that mixed it up, got onto the ground. And took it the decision win. So I could see, like, Blahovich obviously has the fight IQ. Everyone has the fight IQ to know that, yo, you don't want to stand and trade with Santos. Dude, yeah. and Manuel. Like, Manuel's another guy who hits hard. Yeah. Right? Like, he, he hurt Santos a lot. And Blahovich was standing with him and just trading and was winning. Like, he won. He, he, he beat him in the decision and he hurt him back and was able to eat shots and, and not really get hurt that bad. Right? So. He he's a like you said he's a tough dude. He's fought tough dudes before who hit hard. He he took Gustafson to a decision and Gustafson. I was about to say yeah, he's yeah. also fought like the who's who already. Have the light heavyweight Corey Anderson, Gustafson. Granted, those were both losses, but he has this experience that Manoa twice. Yeah, Manoa twice. Latifi, Gustafson. Right, all big, all the who's who of the light heavyweight division. Yeah, so it, it's definitely an interesting fight. Just for this, I think I've taken like mostly underdogs in this card, and I think Blahovich is. Oh, it's a pick'em right now. It's a pick'em, yeah. yeah. So I'm not going underdog here, obviously, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Blahovich by decision. I'm gonna go Santos. You know why? Because it, re- it reminds me of my, my like disdain of picking Francis Ngannou. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I always, I get the same thing. I where it's always like, pick against Ngannou. I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm not really so. He's I'm not, not technical, right? I'm not like, sure if he's so well rounded enough to fight like these top guys, and every time. He finishes them within like the first round. Yeah, I'm like, yeah what the that's a good fuck? Point. So I see that in Thiago Santos too. Like where I'm like, ah, I'm not so sure about his game, especially if he goes deep into the fight. And then but he's just a, he he's comes a out and he get, he gets knockouts left and right. So I'm gonna go Santos for that sake. I'm gonna go Santos Switching too. It up. I'm, I'm also gonna go Santos just because I want to see him win. Like I would rather him win. I don't think like I would rather see him. Yo, honestly, now that I'm looking at it, I know this is like a quick like little thing. I'm looking at. The the entire light heavyweight division. I'm like, yo, who? None of these people could even fucking get close to beating John Jones. I think I honestly think Corey Anderson is the toughest matchup for John Jones, and he's got a ways to get there. No, I think he. I think he. He should. He was pushing. He was pushing but, for that title. Fight. Yeah, but John John Jones actually. No, no, Gustafson called him out. But he. But I think. Oh yeah. He's having a baby in April, yeah. so he didn't want to fight till like a few months after that. Right. Uh, yeah, I, like Corey Anderson is is probably the most deserving of the title shot right like outside of because think about it Corey anderson might not have lost a round outside of like getting knocked out right he, lo- he got knocked out by osp after dominating him for two and a half rounds right that was in the third round that he got finished or the second i think uh, it was third second. i thought because i thought he was like clearly up he was dominating him right um who else finished Corey anderson um uh osp did and jimmy manawa did and Manoa. Oh, yeah. And Manoa was he was the only person. Yeah, I think Manoa was the only person. In the first round, you yeah. fucking. That was vicious. That, that was the only person who's who's like really taking it to um uh to Corey Anderson. Outside of that, like I don't I don't really remember who else he's fought. He fought Tom Lawler. Um did he fight Shogun? I think he lost to Shogun. Corey? Yeah. He beat Glover. He beat yeah, yeah he, he just he, beat Glover. He did by, uh, he fought Shogun. Yeah, he lost Sho- a split to Shogun. Oh, that, that was on was that on the that was on um Verdum. that was on the Verdum card. Yeah. yeah. Um uh yeah, so I like I like Corey Anderson as like kind of next in line, but obviously I think winner of this is probably gonna pass him. Especially if it's Thiago Santos. Yeah. Um It's also Eric's guy, Corey Anderson. We were at the the Wideman Gaslam car. He's like, yo, that's Corey Anderson. Well, that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was with his wife. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, outside the area. So he spotted him. Like, he, he was in the parking lot, but yeah. he was also sitting next to us because um, Frankie Perez. Is, it was Frankie Perez versus Chris Wade, which is like a huge New York, New York, New Jersey thing. Yeah. Like huge, like regional scene. Yeah, like, Chris right. Chris Wade from Long Island MMA, and um, and Frankie Frank. Perez from Nick Catone, or or I don't know what the yeah, Cardall Meda, like yeah, all yeah. those guys that 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 conglomerate. 
and uh, it was going crazy. There was a fight in the in the in the stands, and me and Boss are sitting there between the two like crews. It's so, like so me and Eric <laughs> it was like the two families that were fighting. Yeah, it was yeah. the fa- but it was all their friends too. And Corey yeah. Anderson was with the Frankie Perez people because he trains with Nick Catone and he trains with Ricardo Almeida. Yeah. Me and Eric bought tickets on StopHub. We got we get there first fight. Everyone's bugging out. We're like what the fuck? We look around. We're in the Frankie Perez like family section. Yeah, it was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. That's why I love. Yeah, I love being like at those like regional like like the Brooklyn card too. We were at there was his family was next to us. It's kind of cool oh, to yeah, be around yeah. like those people and the regional cards that we were just at one. Like being around like so many people's like friends and going crazy. Right, it's, yeah, it's pretty yeah. sick. Pretty cool scene. Yeah. Uh. All right. Cool. Well, that is you know the fight night card. Prague, old Prague. Shout out. Beer pong. Yo, shout out to old Prague. We should, we should go watch this card. Like, <laughs> whatever bar opened up there. Yeah. I don't even know. It's closed, right? That's yeah, was, they yeah. closed it. They stopped. Because I remember we showed up one weekend to do fucking beer pong. They're like, yo, this doesn't exist. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Just board it up or whatever. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be a good card this weekend. And then next week we have the PPV. The PPV. Exactly. That pay per view card is loaded. I know. That's going to be fire from front to back. Um, front to back, back to front. Back to front. Uh, boss, where can they find you? Uh, at endavito 27 on Twitter and the gram. Eric, where can they find you? At it's underscore Delgado on Twitter. I don't know what my Instagram is. I think it's the same thing. Shout yeah, out to Eric for joining us today. Shout out to Eric for joining us today. Talk about some UFC on the snow day. It's snowing like crazy apparently oh, right now. Oh, shit, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, check out that card this weekend. Um, Also, go follow Veterans Minimum on all social media, and we'll see you guys next week.